Thank you for downloading our audio tour. If you really want the complete experience of this tour, you should check out pictures, videos, and the other extras you can find in our free app. Download our free easy.travel app for iOS, Android, Windows Phone, and Google Glass now. Or visit easy.travel for more information. Welcome, weary traveller. You are just in time to embark on an interactive adventure in which our goal will be to catch a notorious killer. The year is 1956, and in the red-light district of Amsterdam, it is unusually calm. Something is wrong. The streets are silent, and everyone is laying low. There's talk about murder and a mysterious man that is prowling the streets of Amsterdam. So let us get down to the bottom of this mystery and maybe, just maybe, we will be able to find some answers. But where did this mystery man come from? Well, turn around and you'll see. Amsterdam Central Station. Our story starts here, as it does for many other travelers. Ever since it was completed in 1889, millions of travelers have passed through these iconic halls. Considered by many to be one of the most beautiful buildings in this city, it provides a central point of recognition in the multicultural melting pot that is called Amsterdam. This is where our adventure starts, as it did for our mystery murder. But look closely at this great building, for on the top can be seen a golden beast. Our killer bears the mark of this beast, and you need to remember it so that we can identify him later. So, if you would be so kind as to walk with me, then we will see if we can solve the red light district mystery. Over the bridge we go. famous red-light district of Amsterdam. A place of pleasure since the early 15th century, where sailors of the world could unwind and forget the hardships of the open sea. This place, known by the locals as the Wallen, gets its name from the system of dikes or walls protecting the city against the sea and other perils. It is the oldest part of Amsterdam and the most infamous as well. Nowhere else in the world are sex services so openly presented to potential customers. The ladies are standing in the large windows, mostly on the ground floor, to allow easier access and communication. Do not be overwhelmed by the number of people you will see, since a combination of pleasure, bars and spectators has kept this area popular for five centuries. Window prostitution started in the first quarter of the 20th century and it soon became very popular. So the number of windows increased and the area slowly developed into what we see now. These windows, when closed by curtains, will not give away their secrets. And that is something that Chinese Annie would soon find out.
On your left-hand side, at this end of the street, you can see a very old black house. Since 1550, this has been a place where people could come for a drink, to forget their daily worries, or to buy some liquid courage for visiting the infamous women that worked here. It is one of only two wooden buildings left in Amsterdam, and as you can see, the brick supports have been constructed on both sides in order to prevent the building from collapsing. This house is called Itapian, in the monkeys, after the old bar, which is on the ground floor. If you take a look inside, you will see it was the first bar where instead of cash, sailors could pay with various objects that they had brought from overseas. Legend has it that sailors often pay their bills with monkeys, which were quite common souvenirs back then. There is a saying in Dutch, in the Jaap Jilugjaat, which translates literally as being in the monkey and means having some serious troubles. It is most likely that this saying originates from this very place. But in 1956, one of the guests here was a man with a dark mission. Chinese Annie had just been found strangled to death. The killer disappeared without leaving any trace. It was impossible to go in or out unseen, yet no one had been seen. Amongst the men in this bar, there was a dangerous man. Some claimed he was a messenger from God. Others said he was a servant of hell. All we know is that our elusive silent strangler could vanish into thin air. What's that? There's something going on ahead. Come quickly, it looks as if they've found something. just vanished near the old chapel. It is a bit further on our right. It says, Spes altera vitae, hope of a better life. A dark man was just seen, and when he withdrew into the shadows of this chapel, he vanished without a trace. People are pointing at the skulls on the chapel. They are muttering that it is the devil's work. But how many skulls are there exactly? You can answer this question on your phone. and take the first street on the right. The crowd is dispersing, so it is time to move along. Maybe we can shed some light on this case when we investigate the area more thoroughly. Let us move along the canal and see if we can find any more clues. If you go around the corner, you can see a wall on your left with stone symbols. One of them, the animal on the right, is the same that we saw on Amsterdam Central Station. This royal animal is looking towards another royal gold symbol. What symbol is it? Look at this. Is it a place of refuge? 
the victims of our killer have taken shelter in this house number 40. It is surely one of the most interesting, beautiful and rarest of churches. Like so many places in this neighborhood, it is a secret that hides behind the facade of the streets. Its secret location turned this place into a safe haven for all the inhabitants of this neighborhood. We can only imagine what people were praying for in this chapel. Could this really have been a safe place where the women could have hidden from this dark man? I suppose we will never know. You really should go inside and see for yourself what a hidden gem this chapel turned museum is. This is the second oldest museum in Amsterdam, after the Rijk Museum. This chapel was founded in the mid-17th century by the wealthy merchant Jan Hartmann. In the Protestant Amsterdam of those days, Catholics were forbidden to practice their religion publicly. So Hartmann managed to create a secret chapel in the attic of his newly bought house, which immediately became known and popular. Fortunately, the authorities of Amsterdam were willing to overlook this Catholic place of worship. It is a beautiful chapel that seats up to 150 people and is decorated in the typical style of the 17th century golden age. It surely is worth a visit, as you can see in the pictures. In bygone days, however, people came here to pray and in the days of our killer, the women surely prayed for salvation. There was a killer on the loose. Who could tell what would happen next? One thing was on the minds of everyone here. Why did the killer come here? Was it because women from all over the world came here to seek their fortune? Were these streets safe? It was a different time then from the present day. Fortunately, Amsterdam is now one of the safest places in the world of prostitution. Anyone from the EU over 18 and with a valid working permit can rent a room and work here. All the girls you see working in the windows are self-employed, which means that they themselves get to decide the when, where and how much. In addition, they all pay taxes. Prostitutes who work in the Netherlands are protected by the law and by the union, so they have freedom to choose and can refuse any client they do not fancy. Moreover, in every room there is an emergency button which provides extra protection. This is something the victims of the killer wished they had back in the 1950s. It appeared that the silent strangler had disappeared from these streets and for a while the people believed him to be gone forever. Some believed the killer to have been hired by someone that wanted Annie gone for a reason. Did she find out something she was not meant to? But his absence did not last forever. Rumors spread that a second victim had been strangled. This time, it was Skinny Jose. Over here! Over here! Over here! Here! I think the police were onto him. Come on, let's go quickly and find out.
police chased him around this church, but somehow he got away again. Or did he? There are those who say that there was a reason that they dared not catch him, that the killer was protected by someone powerful. Did Annie and Yoshe get involved with the wrong crowd? Or was it someone powerful erasing all his tracks? There is evidence of the shootout that took place. Can you see where? Go past Quartier Putain and find the bullet hole on the side of the church. The police chased the killer down to the heart of the red light district where we are now at the old church. Maybe we can find out more about the murders if we look around. The old church is one of the oldest buildings in the city, yet it might contain clues about the identity of the killer. The church was consecrated at the beginning of the 14th century and initially was just a wooden chapel, but it was greatly extended in the following years. The original Catholic interior, which included statues, paintings and other lavish decorations, was severely damaged and nearly destroyed during the period of iconoclasm in the 16th century, when Protestants were destroying Catholic churches. Many notable citizens of Amsterdam were buried in this church. Amongst them is Saskia van Eilenburg, the wife of the famous Dutch painter Rembrandt van Rijn. Every year on March 9th, a so-called sun breakfast takes place at Oudekerk, which is when, at around 9 a.m., the sun illuminates Saskia's grave. But what else illuminates the church? Can you find out in what year this church was completed? Choose between the answers on your phone. The word on the street is that the detective, Api Banja, is working on the case. He is investigating the murder of Skinny Josje and thinks he has a lead on the killer. He does not get much cooperation though. It looks as if some people are not in much of a hurry to find the killer. We might find more clues in the Prostitution Information Center. You can find this at the corner of a narrow street right next to the old church. A former worker of the red light district, Mariska Mayur, opened it about 20 years ago. The original purpose of opening such a center was to provide the women here with varied and plentiful information on the subject of prostitution, including working conditions, legal aspects, pricing, how to behave, what to do, and so on. However, over the years, the center has become much more than that. Now, Mariska gives weekly tours around the red light district. She has opened a small museum which shows a historical brothel room. She manages the workshops which create the behind the window experience and she can teach you how to sit and how to behave in order to attract the attention of the clients. This is a lot of fun and provides one with a real experience of sitting behind the window which is truly unique. You can see the photos of the small museum and Mariska herself in our menu. If you look closely in the museum, you can see the police report from Banjir and many other facts about the red light district.
also Apibanjir now considers Yoshie's husband, Yope, to be a prime suspect. But after a big media trial, he is acquitted of the charges, even though the evidence is overwhelming. Everyone agrees that Jupe could hardly be the elusive silent stranger. But still, what is he covering up? And for whom? The silent strangler is yet to be found, and he is still out there. Let us investigate the area around the church. We might find out more. Look, there, in the middle of the street, you can see a statue of a prostitute standing in the window. This small monument was placed here in 2007 by Mariska Madura, the founder of the prostitution center, in honor of the women working in the sex industry in Amsterdam and all over the world. If the victims of the silent strangler had lived in the present, do you think they would have been given a statue? Or would they have been forgotten? Well, this is odd. There's a hand on the ground here, next to the old church. A small bronze relief is embedded in the pavement near the church wall. It depicts a hand caressing a breast and evidently stands for the women working in the red light district. It is quite peculiar that no one knows who the sculptor is, since the relief was just left here one night. Once a year, the sculptor takes it away for maintenance and cleaning, and then places it right back. But let's not be distracted from what we need to do here. We have a killer to catch. They're chasing him again. He ran into the alleys up ahead. Keep on walking around the church until you reach the canal in front of you. People were screaming. He ran into the alley on your right. Can you see these two very narrow streets? The Trombetersteg and Dollebegeinensteg. The first one is the narrowest street in Amsterdam. It is so narrow that you might easily mistake it for a bar entrance. Did our killer intend to shake off the police here? Of course, he would know that this is where the finest and most beautiful Amsterdam prostitutes are hidden. The intimate atmosphere of the place allows the ladies to negotiate more easily with potential clients, avoiding the touristy crowds of the main arteries. It is also a matter of status to be working here. This means that rooms here are very difficult to find, so some girls work on a rotation basis, which means they will take up any opening that comes along due to sickness or some other cause. So from day to day, they are likely to be working in different rooms. But while the silent strangler was out there, the curtain stayed closed and voices remained hushed. If you venture through these narrow streets, be sure to find your way back to these canals. I get the feeling we are getting close. Hurry, go over the bridge on your left and straight into the stove. We're almost there. When you come out of the street at the canal, go left. You can see the Casa Rosa Theater on your left. Three suspicious men just passed this theater. 
Check your phone and select your prime suspect. We are but one step away from finding out who did it. Wow, so this is one of the most famous Amsterdam sex theaters. Casa Rosso. Did the killer go in here? You might want to check it out. If you come closer to see the program for the night and the posters, you need to watch out for little pink elephants on the sides of the canopy. They might pee on you. The sex theater does not provide the guests with prostitution services. Instead, there are actors performing on stage. Basically, acting comes down to people having sex on stage. Guests are always invited to participate to the extent to which they are comfortable. Sex theaters and prostitutes complement each other very well. Those who do not dare to visit prostitutes go to the theater, while those who get excited at the theater go to prostitutes. I think the killer would attract too much attention here with his dark appearance. I think he must have moved on. A scream was heard across the water. The silent stranger has been seen on the other side of the canal. Go back to the bridge and cross it. Go left on the other side of the bridge. You can see immediately that this is an area where the killer could easily disappear again. The streets to your right are called the Blood of Christ Street and Monk Street. And, as you might guess from their names, these streets were not always full of pleasure and suspense. In medieval times, most of the monasteries of Amsterdam, over 30 of them, were located in what is now the Red Light District. So the names of the streets are preserved from older times, even though the surroundings have changed. One of the small streets parallel to the canal was referred to a couple of years ago as Blue Jeans Alley. The story behind this is rather curious. Once, there was a girl working here who, tired of the standard bikini or lingerie, decided to go for blue jean shorts. The girl became very popular, and in no time at all, half of the ladies on these streets, as you can see, this district does not restrict itself to being just a center of prostitution. But lots of visitors and women of pleasure also attract people of a darker nature. We must find the killer before more people get hurt. Can you hear him running in the distance? This is Neumarkt, and in front of us, the Walk. This is the Old City Gate, the entrance to the Old City. Mysterious doors surround this building. It is full of Masonic symbols. Could it be that the killer was on someone else's mission? What are they covering up? Freemasons often use the sword and the hammer as symbols. Let's have a look. Thank you for listening to this audio story. Feel free to check our website to see how you can share your own audio stories or create your own tours of the things that you are passionate about. We challenge you to continue this adventure and predict where our killer will turn up next. Thanks again for listening, and remember, keep stories alive.